back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Pop Culture Cosmos, the Lakers Fast Break, Inside Sports Fantasy Football and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you get a chance, please give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We would truly appreciate it. And hopefully you'll continue to listen to all the great upcoming shows that we've got planned for you right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Well, tell you what, being here in Vegas gives you kind of a unique perspective on what's going on with all major sports, but none more so than the NBA, because the NBA is there. They're now in the bubble. Hopefully it won't burst, but they're now in the bubble. They're going ahead. They're, they're practicing. They're, they're getting ready to go ahead for the scrimmages later this month. And of course, the game starting on the 30th with the Lakers and the Clippers. And here today to talk some great odds, because if you want to know what the odds are out there and what Vegas is saying, I've got a great guest on today. You got to catch what he's doing today at DocSports.com and also my bookie. He has over 14 years of experience as a sportsbook manager at four of the biggest, most well-known sportsbooks on the Vegas Strip. His bio says it all, and it's right there at DocSports.com. He's the head's odds maker at my bookie. You got to check out all the great stuff that he's doing today at DocSports.com. He's a Vegas sports informer. It's Rafael Esparza. And Rafael, thanks for joining us once again on the program. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's, it's just weird to, to hear all that. I mean, I haven't worked in the Vegas casinos in so while. And I actually do miss it. Well, maybe not now because I remember working during 9-11 at New York, New York, right next to the ESPN zone. And uh, it was just a ghost town there. I'm hearing it's a ghost town in the sports books right now. And I would not be shocked if we still haven't seen the worst of the worst in Vegas casinos, because let's face it, no one's traveling yet. But uh, it's I miss the good old days of, of breathing in the smoking from the horse betters and people screaming at me because they want a free comp to the buffet. But those were good times. Uh, they were good times. I actually was... Uh working with terribles at that point in time during 9-11. Very uh, different and unfortunate day uh, that was. I, I do remember that crystal clear. But having worked in, in Las Vegas casinos myself, uh, I know that life, and you, like you said, you miss that smell. My brother-in-law actually is a manager still downtown. And if when you go downtown, it's like, okay, you can smell it from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> What downtown smells? What? Uh, I just—I'll say it's not quite as nice yet. But you've been here long enough to know that they've been constantly trying to feed money into downtown and and trying to make it nicer and a more inviting experience. Some of it's worked, definitely. Some of it is not. But still, it's it's an experience unlike anything other than what you can get on the front side of the strip. I mean, if you want that old Las Vegas type feel, there's no better place to go than downtown. But you and I both know most people gravitate, especially when they come here to Vegas, they gravitate towards all the big hotels. Bring back the 99 cent shrimp cocktails. That, the $3 steak. Uh, <laughs> I miss the 77 cents breakfasts at Arizona Charlie's. Oh, and the 99 cent spaghetti and meatballs, all you can eat oh, at Arizona Charlie's. Yes, yes. But I'm miss, hungry. Uh, yes, now, uh, myself as well. I mean, when I came here in 95, there were so many great deals, so many great deals as far as food is concerned. And they all went away for, at the time, before COVID and coronavirus, 
what, $30, $40 buffets. Yeah, they all went away when corporate America took over Vegas Strip. Exactly. I mean, the mob tried to keep you in, but corporate's trying to push you out. Bring back the mob, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But we'll, we'll, actually, you know, we got the mob museum here. That's also downtown. But there's a lot of great things to talk about when it comes to the NBA. And like I said before, they are in the bubble in Orlando. I wish they would have been in Las Vegas because you and I both started to see the pictures on social media, see the conditions, quote unquote, that they are in. I know the Lakers, when they landed in the plane and they got to the hotel, they were very vocal especially Rajon Rondo and J.R. Smith in regards to their facilities that they had uh, in the hotels. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. But I want to hear your thoughts. I mean, first off, when you heard the fact that they were going to do a bubble, I mean, Las Vegas was heavily rumored to be in the mix, and I was actually hoping that that would have been the case. But your thoughts on the NBA bubble itself, and is it a good idea to have at this point in time? It is. I thought it was a granted having so many friends and so many people that still work in the casino industry in Vegas. That would have been great for the city of Las Vegas, but at the same time, it have been horrible for the league. I don't know if you were here when the NBA all-star game was here in Las Vegas, but it was horrendously bad for, uh, I mean, for the crowds, uh, for what happened outside the strip. I think it would have been horrible if, if the NBA players would have been able would have been in the bubble in Las Vegas, walking on the strip. You know, the clubs would probably would have opened up, the pools would have opened up for them. I don't think that would have been a good idea. I think it is a good idea to have a bubble, maybe not in Orlando because Orlando or Florida is in the peak of, of COVID right now, but in any kind of bubble. And if you follow the rules, you're probably in the most safest place you're going to be, into, and except maybe if you're just going to stay in your house and do absolutely nothing. But being in this bubble, I've, I've talked to people who are there for the MLS in Orlando. They said it's strict. They said you can't leave. Everything gets delivered to you. So if you get COVID or that team, because that means maybe someone – broke the rules and decide to maybe go outside the bubble and grab a steak or go to a golf course that they shouldn't, or maybe go to uh, an adult club an evening time where they shouldn't. Uh, so I, I don't mind a bubble. I think it's a good idea. I think everyone still has these high hopes that, Oh, it could fail. But I think once the game start going and how strict this bubble could be and should be, then I think we're going to continue to have basketball. But I think the biggest thing that people are not realizing what the MLS soccer did two days ago, what they did to FC Dallas and Nashville, not cancel the whole tournament, but say, Hey, you know what? Too bad. Too sad. You guys have a whole bunch of cases. You guys need to go home. Uh, and we're still going to continue playing our tournament. I think that was huge for NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball, because now people are saying, okay, what if one team gets it? Are you going to cancel the whole season, or are you just going to cancel them? I think that was huge for anybody that's waiting for the NBA or NHL to come back. Because I think, let's say, I'm going to use Portland Trailblazers as an example. Let's say the Blazers have four people, five people get test positive. Okay, sorry, Portland, you're, you're, you're done. Your playoff hopes are done. You're going home, but we're still continuing to play. I think that's what the NBA and the NHL will probably do now because the MLS did it first. I think that was huge smart, and I think that's why we're going to see at least the NBA and the NHL finish their seasons. Uh, NFL and all the, and baseball, that's a totally different story because they're starting their season. And it's so funny to see that they're, like you said, that they're starting the season. For a long time, Major League Baseball couldn't even get its act together on how many games that they were, were going to agree to be played. 
and NFL, I still don't know how logistically it's going to work without some type of major illness just breaking out all over the place uh, when it comes to what they're doing because they're not going for a bubble type situation, at least as of this recording. So yeah, it looks like it's going to be something very difficult, but Goodell's very adamant on doing this. So the NFL's very adamant on doing this and going through with it. So we'll have to wait and see there. But when it comes to the NBA, you're right. They're in the bubble now. It looks like they're going to at least march ahead. And if, like you said, Portland or the Lakers or any other team out there incurs a lot of illnesses and an outbreak begins within the within the confines of the team, there's not a lot of players left to get that you can bring in because they would have to be quarantined. Brooklyn almost took the lot that's out there. I mean, the basketball tournament that's going on right now, they might take some players from there that's left because there's not many players left that are eligible to play in the league at this point in time. No, I got a phone call from Brooklyn and said if I can still shoot up. That's how desperate they are. Exactly, exactly. Because it's just, yeah, there just is is no one left almost seemingly at this point in time, especially because of everything that happened to Brooklyn. And that's one thing before we get into the favorites that are coming up with the playoffs and with uh, what's upcoming for the rest of the season and obviously for the title that you're hearing out of Vegas because you are, once again, as I'm speaking to the, the Vegas sports informer, Rafael Esparza, from MyBookie and also at DocSports.com, I want to ask you this, that when something happens like that to Brooklyn, I mean, there were already long shots as is because they weren't going to have KD. They weren't going to have Kyrie Irving. But when something happens like that, do they, you know, how much, you know, how much larger do those odds get for them? I mean, it got large, but let's face it. I mean, everyone, if you take out both LA teams in Milwaukee, everybody in there that's dressing up in an NBA jersey is double digit dogs. Let's be, I mean, I mean, yeah, Houston and Boston, I think they're 12 to 1, 15 to 1, anywhere between 18 to 1, those two. But everybody besides that, 20 or over. I mean, so it didn't really affect us because we, we could probably put the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets a million to one and no one would take that ticket just because of who they have uh, in the jersey. I mean, it looks like the bad news bears of the NBA that be dressing up on them. So it's not like we're going to take a lot of action. So it didn't really affect us as long as the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, and you can maybe throw in Rockets, Celtics, don't sleep on the Miami Heat, as I've been telling people. Uh, those teams, as long as those teams continue to play, I think the NBA format, the NBA playoffs will be all right. That's why I think LeBron James should be driving around in the Pope Mobile bubble. Because, I mean, him and maybe put Kawhi Leonard in there uh, and maybe the Greek freak, just let them drive around. Because that's what we need. We need the playoffs to start, and we need an NBA Finals. Let's face it, me and you all agree, those three teams, one of those three teams will probably be in the NBA Finals. We see we could probably see both of two teams in there, but I still think uh, I'm still sticking with my uh, my go-to as when the season started: Bucks versus someone in the LA district of LA Lakers or Clippers. But uh, the Nets, it didn't really bother us uh, them trying to find players because no one was going to bet them unless they were going to try to get some. Uh, bring back the youth or, or the fountain of youth and bring back Larry Bird and, and some goats that, that, and dress them back up. But it didn't matter who the Nets were. They're, no one was going to bet on them no matter what. And that's one thing I wanted to ask you is, like you said, with the odds out here in Vegas, it's pretty apparent that Vegas has focused in on three teams. And that's pretty obviously obvious, you know, what you saw during the season. 
you saw three teams stand out, the Clippers, the Bucks, and the Lakers. And you and I both know that let's say everything's on an even keel, and let's say all three teams start out on an even note. There's so many people that are Lakers fans that come up and drive the odds in a different swing out here in Vegas that ultimately the Lakers are never, you know, whether the, the just the ultimate favorite or not, they're not always going to have the right odds placed, placed against us. So it's hard to bet on the Lakers themselves. The actual odds of what they should be and what the odds are ultimately when they end up are, are kind of different. But I still think the Lakers are, are, to me, the favorite, the slight favorite over the Bucks and the Clippers at this point in time. And obviously I say that because, you know, my, my love for the Lakers. But I think they're really, you know, when you have LeBron and you have AD, I mean, that really puts the odds in your favor, so to speak. But I want to hear your thoughts when it comes to betting in Las Vegas, when it comes from people from Los Angeles. I mean, it does sway the odds in a different favor. It makes it kind of difficult for, for to get an idea exactly where the Lakers stand actually amongst all the odds out here in Vegas because of such a great swing that Lakers fans provide. It does show a great swing. And we normally, when we put Laker odds up, especially when they're at home, we have to usually adjust it anywhere between the one, one and a half, two points, just because we know the Laker money is going to come in. If it's coming in here in Vegas, if it's coming offshore, if it's coming anywhere, Lakers are one of the top three top bet teams in the NBA period. Even when they didn't have, even when they only just had Kobe versus four taxi cab drivers from TJ on the court, people were always betting the Lakers. It's different now. COVID is here. The Lakers are not at Staples Center. So I keep on telling people, yeah, even though the odds are showing that Milwaukee, Clippers, L.A., two of the three, uh, the three of the top bet favorites that could join NBA Finals, we can maybe see over three. Because let's face it, playing at the Staples Center, that home crowd is huge in the fourth quarter. Are we going to see that home crowd in, in Orlando? No. I mean, could, that could affect a lot of these teams. Chemistry could affect a lot of these teams. Someone could go down with COVID could affect a lot of these teams. So just because we're going to expect a lot of Laker money, we're hoping to get a lot of Laker money because I'm probably not going to be the biggest fan of your show right now, but I don't see them going into the NBA finals because uh, of that missing the home field advantage at Staples, missing uh, some guys that may not be playing because of COVID or, or, or stuff like that. I don't see them as a top. I still think Clippers are a better team, better bench and, and a younger team. Uh, I still think that I would put the Clippers over the Lakers, but not playing in Staples is like the Green Bay Packers not playing at Lambeau during football and how we're supposed to do betting numbers this year. It's going to be huge for us, even though we're going to get the Laker money, but I can guarantee you a lot of people are going to be betting the Lakers and if they lose at home, they're like, oh, we would have probably won if it was at the Staples Center. Can I get a refund? You're probably getting a little bit of that, or at least the odds makers out there, at least the people in charge. Like you said, you were part of so many sports books here in town, and and you're going to hear that uh, a lot. I'm hear the rumblings and whatnot. I, I I don't say I blame you. You're not the first on the show to say that you that you think the Clippers are going to win. I mean, and they're they're a great team. They've got a lot of great players on there. Obviously, depth is something that they have as as a premium. Again, I'm putting my money with LeBron and AD. I think in when it comes down to the playoffs, it's about matchups, and I think the Lakers match up better against those top two teams. I think they proved it on that weekend before. But you're right. They do have a, a great advantage at Staples, but they're also one of the best road teams out there in the NBA. So being on the road, being in a different location, 
it's not unusual them for, it's not unusual for them and they have been very uh, you know they 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 taken advantage of it and they've been very prosperous from it yeah, but for a road team for the Lakers, a lot of times when the Lakers went on a road, Laker fans dominated that arena. So it was not really a big of a hard road swing. Like when you went to Milwaukee, of course, the Bucks were going to be there. But when the Lakers went to Chicago or Brooklyn or all that, there was more purple and gold jerseys than uh, there were the home jerseys. So I think that's why they had a good outstanding road right? I'm telling you, being in a bubble, watching uh, MLS and English Premier League with no fans and stuff like that, players are saying it. We miss in the second half when we need that special kick when we're lagging. We need that home crowd. There's nothing there out there. It's going to affect, and I still think I'm putting the Lakers' example of going to Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers. It's a lot easier probably to win a game now at Lambeau when there's no one there than it was when it was packed house. Uh, that, you know, that, that's a good point. That's a good point indeed. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmos Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. And once again, I'm speaking to Rafael Esparza of MyBookie and DocSports.com. What are some of the surprise teams or what are some of the, the longer shot odd teams that you think might pay off or have a good chance to pay off? It sounds like in the West, even with a team like Houston, which is going all small ball, the Nuggets, which is actually the third team in the West, and if they get Jokic here, because that's still a problem, getting Jokic in the United States and in Orlando because of how he contracted the coronavirus and he hasn't been cleared yet, that issue still hasn't fully gotten itself right. But, you know, if they're able to get it together, I mean, there are teams that would have a, still a harder time getting by both L.A. teams, so I know the odds for them would be long, but the East... If something happens to Giannis Antetokounmpo, that could throw things wide open. So I want to hear your thoughts on some surprise teams or longer shot odds teams that you think, you know, they stand a decent chance of going all the way. Now, are we going to get skinny Joe Kick or fat Joe Kick when he finally arrives in Orlando? It's probably the biggest question mark. But yeah, I agree. Denver's probably got the biggest question mark in the West. Just because of that, uh, I kind of think Houston was small ball. I, let's face it, me and you would probably agree, it's going to be either the late, one of the L.A. teams in the West will come out. And I'll give Houston a very small shot just because if that three ball is hitting, they can beat anybody in the league by double digits if the three ball is hitting, not just squeaking out a victory yeah. uh, by double digits. So I'll give Houston a small sample. Maybe Utah, but I, I think Utah has locker room issues more than, than anything else. But in the East, boy, it's wide open. And, and like I said, we have Milwaukee's favorite, three to one uh, to win it all, uh, minus 160 to win the Eastern Conference. But there's a team that I kind of like. I like the Celtics coming in. I, there's a deep team, a, a young team. I like the Miami Heat that can play defense, that can shut down Jimmy Butler. He says his knees have never felt better with the, with this break. So if he's 110% healthy and, and, and they were able to 
hang out and practice together. Uh, like Miami said they have, they, they didn't want to mention that because they didn't want to get in trouble, but they said they've been practicing since sometime mid April. I forgot whose houses they were. I think Udell, uh, 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 house they were practicing at because he had a full court indoor, uh, in his house. I, Miami could be a scary team. I like those two teams. I think Boston and Miami could maybe pull the rug over someone and maybe surprise uh, and be in that NBA uh, or Eastern Conference Finals or even the NBA Finals, those two teams. And boy, would that throw – I would love to see Miami throw a rug over that Miami versus uh, – that's when I wouldn't mind watching the Lakers play in the finals if it's uh, Lakers and Miami and, and uh, maybe D-Wade will come back. Well, there you go. At least he'll be there to – maybe pop in and watch because he might have that access. You're right. uh, Coming out of retirement for that would be kind of fun to watch. But Toronto, Toronto's been such a surprise team this year. They're now for the first time all year fully healthy. You don't see them in that mix as well? It's, I mean, in the NBA, it's so hard to go back to back. They won it last year. I I just, I don't like their depth. And and I think in this bubble, you're going to need depth. We're going to see teams run eight, nine, maybe 10 guys because it's it's short turnaround. We're not going to be like an NBA finals where you have game one on Tuesday and maybe game two on Saturday at ABC. I mean, because they're trying to finish this season as quickly as possible because they're, they're for the next season to pretty much start, unless the NBA Finals. I know the NBA Final dates are set, but we're going to see a lot of teams running deep because uh, uh, their stars can be uh, probably resting. So I think deeper teams, that's why I don't like Toronto because I don't think they have the depth like they do with Boston and Miami. And I think teams who are going to play defense in the East are going to pull off, and I think both those teams, Boston and Miami, have better Ds than Toronto. And that's what right now I'm hearing from Rafael Sparza from DocSports.com. He's also the head's odds maker at MyBookie. Please go check out all the great work that he's doing today that I'm showing you right now at DocSports.com. You can see all the stuff that he's got right there on DocSports.com with all the great things that you can go ahead and invest your money in, whether it's Major League Baseball, Hockey, NBA Basketball, Golf, MMA, There's other sports, soccer, horse racing, and what we're going to be talking about next after he explains everything that he's doing. It's just a great site indeed. It's DocSports.com, but I've spoken so much about it. But before we head on out and before we talk a little bit about pop culture, which I also host, actually it's the largest show that I have, is the Pop Culture Cosmos, and that goes around the world on 30 different radio stations. So I'm I'm eager to go ahead and, and listen to this upcoming part we're going to have next. But I want to ask you this. What are you doing at DocSports.com or MyBookie that you really want to get across to consumers out there, especially those that are looking to really get the best odds or the best insight for their money? Yeah, I mean, both companies I've been working. Uh, I know MyBookie is a global brand, not in not in Vegas, but they gave me the chance to do the outrageous betting prop bets. I mean, you I mean you could go back and forth. Ooh, uh, the Utah Jazz Pelicans game is pick them. The totals one eighty nine and a half or one ninety, uh, whatever. But I, I wanted to dive in. That's why I left corporate world because I wanted to expand the betting horizon. Uh, of prop bets you can uh, uh, of entertainment prop bets uh stuff like that so that's why i jumped on board over with my bookie and doc sports may, may let me do that adventure 
and actually write great articles for the crazy prop bets that I post over at my bookie. Uh, I'm a big horse racing fan, so you can do look at all my horse racing stuff over at Doc Sports. So I, both both companies uh, have given me. The, the expansion of pr providing people there's more than just betting on or there's even more just looking at it you don't have to bet my entertainment prop bets or any of my prop bets it's water cooler talk as i like to say hey when you're watching a game and you saw zion dunk six times and it's only in the third quarter you know what uh the game one we're probably gonna have over under five and a half dunks that he's probably gonna have in game one so you can maybe not bet it but at least you'll know about it and like wow he just went to that that, that prop bet went over so i like to provide people not just yeah we need your money bet 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 but just give you an entertainment value so when you are sitting down and maybe you don't have any bets you, you can still look at a game and say wow that was another three-pointer lebron james hit he had over under with three and a half three-pointers in this game and He's already got third. He's already got three, and it's only the fourth quarter. So I like to entertain people, not just the plain old, here's a point spread, here's a total, here's my money, thank you. Exactly. And that, for that great insight, you can go ahead and head over to my bookie or DocSports.com for all that great insight. And like you said, some of the things that you now can go ahead and lay odds on or lay insight on, you're going ahead and doing today on these great sites. In fact, I saw some of your work on the WWE which is in the past two, three years, I'd say, really grown as far as odds making is concerned, especially a lot of offshore stuff as well. I've seen a lot of uh, odds that, and I just would love to throw my money down because and throw my experience on there as far as what I what I know and what I understand about the world of professional wrestling or entertainment. You have, I've seen your odds on a lot of the stuff going on with the Kardashians, which is quite amusing and, and all that. So. <laughs> Uh, just a lot of great things there in pop culture. And before we head on out, I want to hear some of the, the more interesting aspects of the pop culture realm that you'd love to go ahead and, and throw odds on and some of the more interesting ones that your followers go ahead and lay money on as well. <laughs> Well, really quick on the wrestling, people always say, how do you put odds on when they already, when they already know the results? On pay-per-view, especially the bigger pay-per-views, the wrestlers do not know the results until either they're walking into the ring or the, or the ref tells them when they got into the ring. So that's why everyone says, oh, I can't believe you're putting odds on stuff that they already know the outcome. Pay-per-views, they don't know the outcome right away. Hello, look at Brock Lesnar when he beat The Undertaker. 40-1 to 1 that day. And if you watched uh, Undertaker's uh, recent show on WWE, him and Vince McMahon fought for an hour and a half because Vince McMahon did not want Undertaker to lose that match. And uh, finally, uh, Undertaker told Brock Lesnar during the match, hey, you're going to win this. And Brock Lesnar didn't believe him for like 15 minutes. So it, it was a great storyline. But the stuff that we're putting out right now, I mean, I got odds on America's Got Talent. We're putting on that. You can bet, will the golden buzzer win? Uh, the America's Got Talent, the nose, minus 140. Just posted some odds. The season four or the Handmaid's Tales. I don't know if you watched that, but you can bet a whole bunch of cool stuff. Would this be the last season of Handmaid's Tales? Alfred die on season four if you don't watch it. Uh, so it's a great stuff on there. Uh, it, it's just fun to putting out entertainment. I can't wait till the movies come back because I had a whole bunch of Halloween kills uh, betting prop bets because i had halloween betting prop bets for the first movie and they got huge action it was actually published in a couple entertainment magazines with the uh how many mike that's what michael myers have with a knife uh, that was one of our popular uh betting prop bets so i can't wait for the movies to come back but i love pop culture and i'll put anything that trends on social media 
I'm going to put a betting number on it. So, so if you have anything that's trending that you want me to see odds on, please send it to me on my Twitter at VSI Doc Sports because I love to add more entertainment prop bets because let's face it, it's water cooler talk. And I love people to talk about stuff that you can actually bet on or just actually talk about and laugh about. It's funny because, like you said, you, you're you know, some of the most interesting odds you put out there. Bloomhouse decided to go ahead and push that back. Like all these movies are getting pushed back. And that's the question. So sad. <laughs> it, it is. It is. And, you know, that's the question with a lot of these movies these days or some of the things that you might want to put odds on. How many times will this movie get pushed back? In some of these cases, it's now gone up to three, four, and five times even. So it's it's crazy what it's going on now. And very unfortunate that, that we as, as movie fans cannot go ahead and see these movies because the continual ongoing things that are going on with the coronavirus but yeah for a great water cooler talk like you're talking about it's funny because you see all those great things that you're posting odds on whether it's a handmaiden's tale or like the wwe and with wwe you know there are rumors and you've heard all the on the quote-unquote dirt sheets and and you know all the other insiders there that talk about when they see a lot of action on the odds from people such as yourself Sometimes that influences the decision. Say, you know what? If that's what the public feels, I think we're going to go in a different way as far as the result is concerned. So I've heard that being tossed about as far as possible re- reasonings behind some of the results that you've seen out there. But you're right. In a lot of cases, they don't know until they go out there. Or like you said, the ref lets them know. Or when they show up to the arena, they don't know exactly whether they're going to win or lose. So that that's part of the interesting thing about betting on, like you said, the WWE, All Elite Wrestling, and and pro wrestling as a whole. But there's so much out there in pop culture you can bet on. The Emmys are coming up, so the voting's already out as far as for for Emmys that are out there. And I know Variety has their choices on who, who they think is is the favorites, who they think is eh, might have a chance, and the long shots indeed. And, I know you're starting to formulate a plan, uh, I would assume, for the Emmys. But before we head on out, I just want to ask this. For all the different things that you talk about, what's the most enjoyable aspect as far as your job is concerned? Oh, it's got to be the research. I mean, I just did a a full betting uh a big betting spreadsheet for uh for shark week uh we did uh we tagged uh nine uh or there's nine great rights tagged out in the world and shark week soon and so i did odds and what shark would be tagged first did a whole thing for uh uh for that and the research for for that was just outstanding i did a whole bunch of uh our uh, work for newsweek for celebrity breakups and so doing research uh, for that, for marriages that's going to last and odds on that, I, I think the research has to be uh, the fun thing. Because uh, like I said, anyone can do an NFL week one odds, uh, uh, stuff like that. You can either copy someone else's and have them done in an hour. But putting up odds for great white sharks or movies or TV odds or stuff like that, that's when you have to really go dive in and start looking at a cast or rumor mills, blogs, writers and stuff like that that's the fun work of doing the research for it and like i said i don't care if not one dollar gets bet on it but if someone looked at it and talked about it uh, it gives me pleasure well i'll tell you what it is going to be a lot of pleasure derived from all the odds that you put out there whether it's if stranger things season four will be the last one or well, i'm already working at stranger things uh and uh, probably this weekend i'm when i'm watching ufc 251 well, there you go exactly so the, the all the great odds all the great stuff that he's talking about please 
Go ahead and check out Raphael's work today at MyBookie and DocSports.com. You'll be glad you did. There's a lot of things going out there. If you're really into the betting scene, whether or not you just want to go there and read and understand and know what, what the feeling and the understanding is like as far as the Vegas odds makers are concerned, or if you want to go ahead and invest your money wisely with some of the great odds that they have there, go ahead and check out what Raphael and so many others are doing today at DocSports.com and MyBookie because it's just a great time indeed. Being here in Vegas so many years, you, you learn to go ahead and, and put your money wisely where it counts I've been on a few things before, and, and I've been okay, done done pretty good. And, you, and like you said, it's always not just about whether or not you put your money on it. It's about what the odds are and what the mood is here in Vegas and how they perceive things. And as the Vegas sports informer, I'm sure a lot of people are always up to date on what you're doing out there. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Gerald from the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Just want to give you a heads up on what's coming up over the next couple weeks right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. A ton of great guests, so please, if you don't follow us yet or subscribe, please do so wherever you get your podcast because there's a great lineup of guests I have coming along the way. Of course, we're going to have Rafael Barlow from the NBA Draft Junkies, always on our show. Tom Wong from Lakerholics.net, also regular. I cannot thank both of them enough for being on our show. But we're going to have a lineup of guests for you. If you haven't seen already on our Facebook page, we've got a lot of great guests on the way. Check it out. NBA odds maker Rafael Esparza from Las Vegas. Got Melvin Washington III, also from Las Vegas. He's got a great show that happens every Friday on the Talk To Me Sports Radio Network on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Got Craig James coming up from the Final Score podcast on the Podcast City Network. Corey Harrison's also going to be on the show coming up from the Out of Bounds Sports podcast. Got Matt Moderno from the Believe in Wizards podcast. Eric Sklar from KFI AM 640 and the TSK Show podcast. He's scheduled to come on the show as well. Got Big Baby Jonathan Soffel from the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Got to check out his awesome show. He's coming up on the program here, coming up in the very near future. Michael from the RTF Sports Network. Got to check out his awesome sports network that we are part of each and every week right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Got to check out Michael's great stuff that he's doing there. Chris Jose LeBron, the Off the Ball Podcast host. He's going to stop by the program. J.B. Ellis from The Program Podcast. He's also going to come by, share his thoughts on the NBA scene. Cole Johnson from Cole Sports, Snowman Digital Media, and the Get Over Divorce Programs. He's going to come by on the show. And Fago White Franklin III from Fox Sports 1340 AM Hopewell. He's going to come on and share his NBA thoughts as well. I'm looking forward to it. It's a great lineup of guests. I've recorded some already. I've got many more on the way. And, of course, that doesn't even include our NBA mock draft that's also coming right here, number 2.0, with a ton of great draft insiders that's also coming up. All these great shows, you can check it out right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. But before we go, I want to go ahead and make sure everybody gets a chance to go ahead and, and have a question to throw that out to you. So what is the best way to get a hold of you? 
Yeah, you can find me on social media. Uh, best way to get a, get a hold of me if you have questions is a Twitter. You can follow me at VSI Doc Sports. You can follow me on Instagram, Rafael Esparza. Uh, those are probably two best places uh, to jump on in if you have any questions on betting, on numbers. If you're looking to bet something, you can't find it. I'll post it up. Uh, I love when people tell me, hey, I want to bet this movie or bet this fight or bet this game uh, that's being played in Japan, Korea, whatever. If you put a betting number up, I'll read search it and i'll put a betting number up so feel free to chime on in again on twitter at vsi doc sports and instagram rafael esparza well there you go rafael it's just been so great having you on the show today i want to get you back on at a later point in time so you can go ahead and update your odds with us not only what's going on with the nba here at the lakers fast break but the pop culture cosmos always want to go ahead and get hear more about what the odds are out there on so many great things in pop culture so I'm looking forward to having you back on again real soon. Once again, it's Rafael Sparza, a.k.a. the Vegas Sports Informer. you got to go ahead and check out, once again, what he's doing today at MyBookie and DocSports.com. Well, I want to thank you so much, Rafael. It's great to have you right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.